0: Hi guys, Coach V here. Welcome to another episode of Transformative Talk with Coach V. I'm excited to have you with me on this week as we uh, get ready to dive into a brand new topic. We're going to be talking about loving yourself on this week. I hope that you have your journal ready and something to write with. Um, If you don't have a journal, go over to Amazon and pick up a copy of the Transformative Talk with Coach V podcast journal. You can keep all of your notes in there. You can um, write down the things that are jumping out at you that you can use as journaling prompts or prayer prompts later on. Um, I think it's a great place to keep all of your notes as you listen to the podcast. It's a great place to keep all of those things. And so get your copy of the Transformative Talk with Coach V Podcast journal on today. You can have it for next week um, when you listen next week to the podcast. And so let's talk about the definition of love. The definition that I want to draw from today is um, where we talk about a warm attachment, enthusiasm, or devotion. A warm attachment, enthusiasm, or devotion. So at some place in time, we um, maybe experience this. Or maybe not. So let's dig a little deeper into maybe how we got to a place that we did not experience this, where we were not uh, privileged enough to experience love in its purest form. The first thing I thought about is that love was not demonstrated to us or we did not receive love in the true definition of the word. You know, we didn't see our parents be loving towards each other. We didn't see their warm attachment. We didn't see their affection for each other based on admiration um, for each other. Maybe, you know, we come from a single parent home, you know, maybe we... thought we saw it, but it really wasn't the case. Um, and so because it wasn't demonstrated, we, don't, we really don't know what that should look like, let alone how to give it to others. Um, the next thing that, that God shared with me about this is that love was based on what we could do for someone else. It was conditional. Love was transactional. Um, You know, we even say little things to people. You know, if you do this for me, I'll love you forever. You know, crazy things, things that that we say to each other in relationships, how women are often manipulated by men in helping and in in hoping that this will help uh, them to uh, get a little further with the person Um, and its manipulation. Um, It becomes gaslighting. Um, it becomes mental and emotional and psychological and verbal abuse from this four-letter word when it is misused, when it is misrepresented, when it is when it is manipulated. So what we think of love is not really. Um, it's not really love. And so now it's it's conditional. If you love me, you would do this. That's one thing I think we hear um, a lot of times from people. If you really loved me, you would do this. If you really loved me, you wouldn't do this. Um, and so we misuse the word. Um, and so the use of the word was always it was always for the benefit of another party or if we're really honest we probably used the word to get what we wanted and we knew if we threw that word out there that that would make the person give in and do what we wanted them to do and it was wrong it was manipulation it was it was misusing the word for the benefit of ourselves and to fulfill our own selfish need our own selfish fleshly desires god forbid That we throw that word around like we throw around the word hello or thank you or please. How dare we do that? And if we're really honest about it, we have all done it. We've all used that word to get the upper hand, to get the advantage, to get what we wanted. But this is the day that we stop doing that to get admiration that is false. Uh, to get um, or force somebody to be attached to us or connected to us or excited about us when we're only trying to gratify ourselves. Um, we're being selfish and self-serving by saying those things. Um, and so we don't want people to be devoted to us for the wrong the wrong reasons. And so now we have to change our perspective. Now the Bible tells us the God's greatest commandment is that we love one another, but we have to know what that means. We don't want to just say that we love somebody when we're still angry. We don't want to say we love somebody when there's still bitterness and anger and resentment and unforgiveness in our hearts. Um, you know, I know a lot of times people say, fake it till you make it. You know, we, we say, you know, speak those things that are not as though they were. And sometimes we do have to say things to ourselves until we are fully persuaded and convinced of the truth of God's word. But that means that we have to be doing the work. Along the way, we have to be proactive. We have to be intentional. We have to be genuine. We have to be sincere in truly doing the work that God has called us to do when it comes to loving uh, people, Uh, when it comes to uh, truly um, being all that God has called us to be. That means we have to really do this work and we have to really be honest. With ourselves, and it starts first with us learning to love ourselves. How can we love anyone else if we don't love ourselves? How can we receive love from somebody else when we don't know how to love ourselves? It has to start with us, and so when we say those things, there should be things falling off of us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. When we say that we love somebody, there should be another piece of the puzzle called forgiveness that falls into place. There's another piece of the puzzle called joy that falls into place. Those things should be falling off so that the whole picture becomes love, that our heart is completely healed, that we are truly set free. That we are truly delivered from the unforgiveness, from the anger, from the bitterness, from the resentment. We truly are exemplifying that every day in everything that we do, everywhere that we go. But if we're just saying it to be saying it, but there's nothing happening on the inside, then they are just dead words. They are just... Seeds that fall to the ground that don't take root. So then we become unfruitful in that area because we're just saying it to be saying it. Anything that we do and anything that we say should be with an intention. And it should be a pure intention. It should be a genuine intention. It should be heartfelt. It should be with great humility It should be with a a posture that it is God's light that shines on the inside of us that allows that darkness to flee. And with the light, it heals. It dries up the bitter root. It dries up the unforgiveness. It dries up the hurt, the hate, and the disappointment. And love has just overtaken us. Amen. So here's our transformative thought for the week. This is what you use as a journaling prompt. You use this as an affirmation. You use this as something that you take to God, even in prayer, um, as you ask him to allow you to experience love in its purest form. So here's the transformative thought for the week. My desire Is to love genuinely and authentically because God loves me unconditionally. So in spite of how we have not trusted God, disobeyed God, delayed our obedience to God, run away from him, turned our backs on him. He's always loved us and it's always been an unconditional love. So we are so blessed and so fortunate to have that love. And so it is. it should be our desire to love genuinely and authentically because God has loved us unconditionally. So now we have that thought and so the transformative truths that we take Going forward now causes there to be this great shift because now we've changed the way that we think, and now, uh, and, and we've changed the way that we speak because now we speak from a place of unconditional love because God is alo- allowing us to experience His unconditional love that allows us to love genuinely. Authentically, from a pure place, from a heart that he continues to purify. So now we show up differently with these transformative truths. These are the things that we take going forward, that we're intentional, that we're proactive in doing every day. We demonstrate this every day. So the first thing is that before you can love anyone else, you got to let God love you. You got to go to the word of God and, and be reminded what the word of God says about you. God is the only person that loves us the way that we deserve to be loved, that we deserve to be loved, not in the way that we desire to be loved, but in the way that we deserve to be loved. It has to start there. The healing has to start there so that we have a greater appreciation for what is yet to come as we walk in love everywhere that we go and everything that we do. Ephesians 2, 4 through 5 um, is the scripture that we're going to stand on in this week as we are learning to love ourselves so that we can therefore love others. The Passion Translation says, But God still loved us with such great love. He is so rich in compassion and mercy. Even when we were dead and doomed in our many sins, he united us into the very life of Christ and saved us by his wonderful grace. And so we thank God that he raised us up that he loved us in such a way that we could never love ourselves. He's, he continues to do for us what we can never do for ourselves. And so with this being the foundation that we now stand on, we can now go forward and allow God to show us what real love looks like, what compassion looks like, what empathy looks like, what grace looks like, what mercy looks like. These are the things that we now extend to others because God has been so faithful to extend it to us time and time again. So allow God to love you in the way that you desire, that you deserve to be loved not just in our desires. And I say in the way that you deserve and not desire because our desires, God should give us those things. If we are coming up with our desires, it's still gonna be jaded. It's still gonna be based on what was demonstrated to us, the natural. So when we allow God to love us the way that we deserve to be loved, it's gonna be in his power. It's gonna be in his strength. It's gonna be in his way. And that is undeniable. That is never changing. That is never ending. That is um, exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think. Amen. And so before you love anyone else, let God love you. Let him show you what his love is and what that looks like. It's in it's it's in the the clouds in the sky it's in the birds chirping it's it's in the butterfly that you may see that's passing by it it's in the in the 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 raindrops that fall on on your your window pane that's God's love it's the warm sun that that warms you up on a chilly morning it's the cool breeze that that passes over your skin on a crisp fall morning, that's God's love. It's the very breath that you breathe when you inhale and exhale. And so, when we allow God to love us in the way that He loves us, we experience it differently. We experience it in the small things that we often take for granted, like when we inhale and exhale. I dare you just to take the next couple of seconds and just inhale. And then exhale. And be reminded that that is the love of God. It's not in our bank account. It's not in the cars that we drive. It's not in the things that we possess. But it's in the very breath that we breathe. Amen. The next thing that we're going to we're going to take forward is a transformative truth is that before we seek love, we must love ourselves. And so after uh, as God continues to show us love and he loves on us, he's also showing us how to love ourselves. And so before we run out here thinking we're all prepared for a relationship, we ready to love somebody and be in love and all those kinds of things. We need to spend time loving on ourselves. We need to take ourselves on dates. We need to take ourselves on vacations. We need to take ourselves to dinner. We need to take ourselves to lunch. We need to en- learn to enjoy our own company. Listen, for me, that was the biggest struggle when I was single, was learning to enjoy my own company. That was hard, but I had to learn to enjoy being alone. I had to learn to do that. And because I learned to do it, it's not hard for me to be by myself now. When my husband is working late um, or has to do things sometimes on the weekend, I've learned to enjoy my own company. And so I can be at home by myself. And enjoy my company, spend time in worship, spend time doing things that I want to do undistracted. And I I get that opportunity to love on me, even if it's resting, even if it's sitting down, uh, working on different things. I get to experience that time with myself. When I give time to myself, that's saying that I choose to love myself. That was good, God. When I spend time with myself, when I give time to myself, I'm loving myself. This is the last thing that I want to share about loving yourself. Well, it may not be the last thing, but this was the last major point. That I have written down. Um, one of the foundational things that we must remember is that love is unconditional. If you do not love in this way, if you cannot love in this way, if you f- if you know there's something hindering you or your definition of love is jaded, If it is transactional, if you truly do not have um, a warm attachment or devotion to yourself or someone, if it's unhealthy, if it's not fruitful, if it is mentally or emotionally or psychologically damaging to you, Then you need to go back to point one and let God love you. You need to let God heal you. You need to let God do surgery on your heart and your mind and your spirit and your soul. There's something in your soul that is broken. It's it's gotten down into your very bones and it has poisoned you. And so you're you're tainted from the inside out. So we need to go back. We need to reevaluate. We need to reflect, uh, do some introspection. We need to spend some time, you know, doing the heart work. We need to get into counseling, maybe get a coach Get someone that can help walk you through the process and hold you accountable in taking active steps towards breaking this cycle. That if you are not careful and if you do not handle it, now it will cause you to self destruct and you will implode and explode. You will affect and infect everybody around you. You'll poison them. They will be hurt. They will be devastated. And then they will have to rebuild and 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 climb out of a hole that you've helped to put them in. Because it was not something that you took the time to properly and responsibly deal with. If you can't love from a pure place, then you need to keep yourself in a place where God continues to love on you. We should always keep ourselves in that place, but we will, if we're honest, we, we would be amazed at how many times we take ourselves off the potter's wheel, how many times we take ourselves out of the presence of God. And I think a lot of times we do it unknowingly. We think that we got it. We're good. We've been there long enough. So now it's time to go. We should always stay in a place where God is constantly molding us, shaping us, purifying us, correcting us, redirecting us, shifting us, moving us. Let him do the molding. And so if you find yourself in a place that you find it difficult to love your enemies. If you find it difficult to forgive, to walk in forgiveness. You got to reach out and you got to get help. And first it starts with confessing to God. And allowing him to do only what he can do. If you don't mean it, then don't say it. If you cannot genuinely and authentically walk in love, extend love, express love, then then wait. Make sure that you are loving on yourself. Sometimes loving yourself means to walk away from people, places, and things that do not benefit you. And when I say benefit you, I mean they are not causing you to grow. They're not edifying you. They are not good seed that that's in the ground. Walk away. What God removes from your life, life, he is faithful to replace it and he will replace it with better. When we hold on to what we think our definition of love is, we never get to experience God's best. We won't experience God's best. We will experience his mercy and we will even experience grace, but it will not be the very best that he has for us. And so we have to take the limits off. We have to take the cap off of what God really desires to do in our lives. And so it has to, once again, go back to self, go back to the beginning, go back to what the word of God says about you and God's love for you. How he feels about you, what he thinks about you. His thoughts are always good and pure towards us. And so until we really see ourselves like that, Don't try to enter into a relationship. Don't try to enter into a marriage. Don't try to enter into anything that is going to require you to give something that you do not have or something that you cannot give to yourself first. Love yourself enough to say no when it is necessary. Love yourself enough to walk away, to protect and to preserve yourself. Love yourself enough to take that stand, no matter what other people may think or what other people may say, do it anyway because you love yourself enough. And you don't owe anybody an explanation or justification for it. It's not arrogant. You're not thinking more highly of yourself. Now, if you're getting a little haughty in your spirit and getting arrogant with it, then that's something that you need to check at the door with Jesus. But if you are genuinely coming from a pure place and you know it's the way that God is leading you, it's the direction that God is taking you in, go and go in the peace of God. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for joining me for another episode of Transformative Talk with Coach B. My prayer is that you will discover a love for yourself like never before. Father, we thank you that you are teaching us to love ourselves the way that you love us. Lord God, we thank you that you are teaching us to see ourselves the way that you see us, Father. We thank you that you are even allowing us to speak to ourselves in the way that you speak about us, not only in your word, but how you speak to us when we spend time in your presence. God, help us to spend more time in your presence so that we can hear clearly and concisely from you when you speak to us about us, Father, so that when you launch us out, Father, when you propel us out, when you send us out to go and express your love to others, God, that it is from a genuine place, that it is from an authentic place, that it is from a pure place, that it is from a whole and healed place in the name of Jesus. We say amen, amen, and amen, Thank you guys for joining me. I hope that you will join me again next week as we tackle a brand new episode, a brand new topic, as we continue our journey into healing, into being whole and into being made new. Keep showing up and keep doing your work. And remember, I am always, always rooting for you. Until next time.